Hello, everyone, and welcome to Video Game Realness, episode, I think, 86. I think really? it's 86. Really? Wow. I'm pretty wow. sure that's what it is. Let me, let me double check right now, because... <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been something to check before. Yep, yeah, yep, it's 86. Yep. 86. Uh, and as you can tell, it's me, Delvin, and we have Cameron. Hi, it's your favorite. <laughs> Said nobody ever. So we just wanted to th- whip together a quick episode. Uh, I don't think it'll be very long. Uh, like legitimately, <laughs> we, like mm, no, on. like legitimately, I don't think it'll be like super long. Um, mostly because I'm hungry. So, um. But yeah, we wanted to put something together for you guys because it's been a while and we miss you. And I'm sure you miss us, right? Yay, us. So anyways, um, lots uh, have been happening in the gaming world over the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, not everything we're going to touch on because ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, and Google's a thing. Yeah, and I mean, most of it you've probably already heard of already through the news and Facebook and Twitter and whatever else. But, like, you know, I just want to share my opinions on some things that have been going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Mostly, okay, so the big thing that's been happening this month Mm -hmm. has been uh, League of Legends uh, World's Tournament. So, as I had mentioned before, there was the... Uh, LCS championship that was happening, which was basically the pre-game champion deciding who was going to qualify yeah. to compete in Worlds. And it was decided in different regions. So there was a North America region, Europe, China, Korea, uh, international, uh, and then there's like a, there was a wildcard slot. Uh, isn't there Taiwan I'm just looking at their website. So there's North America, Europe, Korea, China, Taiwan, and then the international. Right. Yeah. Um, Didn't know Taiwan uh, had a big League of Legends that circuit, as it were. Uh, it doesn't surprise me, really. Yeah. That they are participating. Um, but uh, it's... It, it still continues to <laughs> blow my mind the magnitude at which League of Legends has become, continues to be, um, and continues to grow. Um, it's insane. Well, I mean, it's it's become it, it like esports in general has become um, you know a, a new industry. It's a new form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this isn't something that's just – it's not just something that is a career choice now for, you know, young teens. You know, pretty – I mean, it's pretty much, you know, esports and people who play are mostly generally between the ages of 18 to 25. And then, you know, after that, you're – you know, you start to cap out or plateau or you're not as good as the youngsters anymore, which mm. is <laughs> kind of funny because that's kind of like regular sports, right? True. Very true. Uh, yeah, that's like your prime age uh, where you're like at 
your best. And then after that, you're just, you start to fall off. You can't click as fast anymore. You don't have this quick eye. It, but you can't throw out as many racial slurs as quickly. It's just, it gets different. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, obviously, like, you know, the, none of that goes on in, in uh, yeah, they're not going to let that go live. But they do throw shade at each other. Oh, do they? They definitely have their – so, like, they'll have their interviews, uh, you know, post-match or, like, before match. And they have done a lot of these featurettes where they, like, uh, you know, take you in the lives of certain players that have arisen uh, from, like, you know, regular league player to what they've – to superstardom, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they they have, like – I mean, there's a, there's a lot of respect too for like certain yeah. players and stuff, but like there's a lot of trash talk and shade throwing at at other team members, really, and, and other teams and stuff like that. And I always find it really funny mm-hmm. that the Chinese or Koreans will still throw shade even though they can't speak English, and then the translator has to like oh, translate no. what they just said. Oh. Oh, that is magical! It, it's 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 quite funny when you when you watch all of it. But what I also find interesting about uh, the growth of esports is is how I mean it's not just the people who are playing who are uh, very involved in it and have made a career out of this. You have the announcers, mm-hmm. um, you have the coaches that are there, um, uh, basically watching them play and 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 uh, you know giving advice and things like that. Um, you have uh, sponsors now that are like these teams have become franchises uh, with you know team logos, branding, spanning um, across multiple games. Yes, that that too. Like it's starting to branch out. It's not just like League of Legends. I can't remember what team it is. Uh, I well, I, I just looking at the names here. Like I don't watch League of Legends, but like Fnatic. Cloud9, Invictus, Team Solomid, uh, those are all – they also have Smite teams or at least did at one point. And I'm pretty sure some are also in Heroes. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and I know that they were starting to branch out into like Smash and like sponsoring yes, certain Smash true. Brothers players. So like these teams are like now – you know, as as your football teams, your hockey teams, your basketball teams, where they are sponsored by certain companies. And it's interesting, too, because, like, you know, now you have uh, all the computer-branded companies and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, where they actually have, like, a, a viable interest in and, and forum. Because, I mean, yes, Intel could sponsor a basketball team just to get their name on a popular team, but are they going to see much residuals from that? Like, are like are people going to be like, are they going to see a, a a significant increase in sales from sponsoring a basketball team? Yeah, maybe no. not. No. Um, but <laughs> nah. but like when when say Logitech sponsors a team, it it gets them more recognition for their keyboards, their mice, their headsets, Definitely. and things like that. And, I mean, I know I am wearing a Logitech headset right now. I know that <laughs> most of the um, streamers that I watch are usually wearing a Logitech headset. So mm-hmm. it's interesting that you have now 
uh, you know, players like AMD, Samsung, and things like that that have like these viable places to put their money yeah. behind. It's beyond just being able to put your logo on something. It's be able to fully put your full brand behind it. Like you can put your your name and logo on the back of a football jersey, but in this, you literally have what you're creating, what you're selling. Yes. Being jammed in front of everyone's faces. Absolutely. Like, beyond just the logo. It's pretty incredible for them. And this is why, too, I think that esports has um, grown to what it has become because now it's not just about um, – it's not just about, you know, a bunch of nerds playing a video game and, and people watching. You know, now corporate has found a way to – you know, inject themselves into it, whether good or bad. I mean, I'm sure they're for right now. I think it's, it's, it's good because it's giving more exposure. Um, It's giving more awareness. It's giving more money to uh, the industry. Yeah. And well, based off these tournaments alone, I think Riot employs a small country's worth of lighting technicians just to get these shows going, because, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> that is a lot of spotlights just going all over the place. <laughs> I was watching uh, the Heroes on... Well, I was I was watching... I follow one of the like YouTube personalities who does Heroes over Twitter, and he's he was at one of the live events, and they just had so many lights. There was just one light that was just shining directly at him, pulsing like every second, and that's all he could see. And it's just like there is too much unnecessary lighting at these events. Yeah, and the and this the, the stage setups too, and everything. Crazy. They're they're completely over the top. They're, they're... It makes it makes um what is that called? The fighting stuff that the the broskies watch. Uh, uh, UFC. UFC like. Their staging has nothing on League of Legends. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. 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 But it's I, – I think it's so cool. Like, it's awesome. I, it just – it still just blows my mind. And this wasn't here a couple years ago. No. That's the thing. It's like we didn't have this at all five years ago. Like as, as small as five years ago, this scene – what it is now was not what it was five years ago. Absolutely, you had uh, people playing League of Legends. You had people playing uh, these video games on a small competitive scale mm-hmm. because, like, you know, a local um, cafe, not cafe, but what are the, um, those places where they have land parties or whatever. Oh. Um internet cafes yeah. those things that people don't have go to anymore um <laughs> well not not at least here now right um but yeah you'd have like those type of uh tournaments that would happen and I, I remember those happening uh five years ago when internet cafes were still somewhat relative i remember that there would be at least here in toronto i would see them and i remember seeing you know, seeing them happen other places like StarCraft tournaments when not even b- before StarCraft 2 came out. We're talking still OG StarCraft. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also like, you know, Korea also had like a big scene in terms of I know StarCraft because I, re- I remember how they have like <laughs> the StarCraft players like come out on the stage with like 
the mega light shows and like four girls on each side of of the the player and the and the the hand that they used to play is like encased in glass with like a special glove and it's like a it is. Have you ever seen this? It before? is. It's too much. It scares me a bit. Well, yeah, Korea. I mean, they're they're like, always. I feel over the real top. old and just like how. Well, I mean, they're always over the top, right? It's like it's like watching a sci-fi movie at that point. I like know. you've gone into another level of parody, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but like I mean, that's their thing, right? So oh, yeah, it's like whatever. Fine. You it's do fine. you, South Korea. We love you. But here. And and now what what it's become here is just like, whoa, 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 girl. Exactly. So I I think it's cool. I've been totally into it. Um, I have my teams that I've been rooting for. Oh they, yeah, who are your teams? Uh, Still. Um. So I've been rooting for Cloud Nine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Fanatic. Yeah. Um. Origin. Um. And unfortunately, um. Cloud9 doesn't hasn't been doing well. Well, they're out now. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Team Solo Mid. And uh, Team Solo Mid's also out. Oh. But uh, Ooh, my, Team Solo Mid did not do well. No, they did not. One do and well five. Well. They only uh, got, they they only did better than Bangkok Titans. Who? Did they lose everything? I think they lost everything. Yeah. Oh. See. Okay. So yeah. So my reasons for liking these teams is is because there's like a cute boy. Or, or, totally or understandable. On one of two of these teams, which is which is also another thing that I find interesting, because uh, there's one particular player. Um, fuck, I can't remember his name now. Are we sure he's over eighteen? No, no, no. This one was over eighteen. Okay. 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 I think he's like twenty two or something. But oh. like. But, like, looking at pictures of him, like, you know, before he got big, you know, he yeah. looked, like, total nerdy and whatever. But now that he's, like, in the spotlight and, like, pictures and stuff, he's got, like, his hair did up. And he's yeah, got, like, yeah. he's, like, shaving all nice now. And I'm, like. Somebody hired him a gay. Pretty much. Pretty much. But it's, like, super cute to see, like, how, oh, like, yeah. some of them have, you know, they, they've cleaned they themselves up. up. Because, you know, they're. They're more in the face of, but you can tell like these guys are like total. I'm sorry to say, but they're they're total nerds. <laughs> they're total nerds, and I mean that in a good way. But exactly. like, that's, but, that's what this is. Yeah, like they're they're total nerds. Like you know, they're they probably aren't the most outgoing or social or whatever. But like now, they're kind of being put in this spotlight. And I know that for some of them, it's probably overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know, you have here. You are. How do you go from? How do you go from a uh, regular league player who just sits at home and plays all the time to now these huge tournaments where you can possibly win money? And that was probably exciting. But now you have like sponsorship, and now people are expecting you to win. And now there's the pressure of like these companies that are sponsoring you expecting you to do well and now you have a huge fan base uh you know and and people are expecting you to do well so you know it'll it it that just sounds overwhelming just listening to that like so i can't imagine being in that situation and having to deal with that kind of pressure i know i would be completely overwhelmed and especially for like for like these guys, there's no one to look up. There, well, very few people to look up to and get like advice from from us. They're, well, yeah, they're, they're setting the new first, ground. But they're, they're, yeah, 
they're no, setting new ground. Them. You know, there's no there's no one uh, to follow in the footsteps. So there's no one mm-hmm. who's that you could say, oh, you know, there's there's no Jordan. There's no yeah big whatever. You know, so they're they're in a completely new territory for the most part. And I'm and yeah, I I would imagine it's overwhelming to have the huge pressure uh, of dealing with the expectations that people have of you, you know. And I know, like, I just thinking of two like, um, like right now in Toronto, it's like huge Jays mania because you know the Blue Jays haven't won anything since like 1993. Oh, we did win tonight, by the way. Yeah, I know we won. The city is not going to like just break down in tears but like all the tim hortons are being lit on fire <laughs> but like the the uh the pressure and expectation of those players i mean i i can only imagine what it's like like mm-hmm. you know you throw a bad pitch and like you just beat yourself up about it for like ever you hear the crowd booing and like i know i couldn't deal with that and hence forth why i do not play professional sports of any kind um and yeah you probably have to build up a thick skin but i don't know if i could do like God, could you imagine having millions of people sitting there staring at you and your cs counter oh yeah it's watching oh, your cs my god watching to make sure you last hit Oh uh, my god. Watching to see what you buy, when you buy it, why didn't he do this? He should have clicked here. Oh, he shouldn't have jumped. Yeah, the armchair players must be just Ab- insane. Like yeah. absolutely, you know, and that's that's one of the things that um, you know, is, is interesting too about League of Legends because everyone always thinks that they can play way better than, you know, than what they can actually play. Than what they can actually play. So I I I I thought I found the whole um world experience to be super exciting. I've been really into it. Um I now only have two teams left. Uh so in the in Origin and uh Fnatic. Yeah. So uh one so one of the members, Peck uh Peke, used to be on Fnatic and then left Fnatic and created his own team origin. So but I still like uh Fnatic. I think they're a good team. Mm-hmm. Uh so they're both uh a part of the Europe European bracket. Um but I think what's gonna end up happening is gonna be like China versus Korea or something in the finals, most likely. Mm-hmm. I, I I want them to win. I'm hoping that they do, but I, I think it's unlikely that that will happen. But because they're just they're just always so damn good when it comes to to esports, I find they really are. And I don't I don't know what that is. That what ha- what gives the Koreans such a a dominant advantage when it comes to video games over like every other region and race of people in the world. I don't understand. Why is that? I, I could not even begin to guess <laughs> like it's on another level. Anyways. Uh, so you mentioned you were watching some of the heroes of the storm uh, championships that were happening recently. Yeah, I watched some of the European finals, mainly just because it was on, and I didn't feel like figure what the fuck to watch on Netflix. It was interesting. Um, Like I said, the light show is just absurd, and people play that game on another, like, 
I, I watch League and I'm like, I am never there. But at least like when I play Heroes, I think I'm not terrible at this. I'm not good, but I get it. I watch, I'm like, oh, I don't really get it. Oh, yeah. no. Okay, so here's my thing when it comes to uh, League versus Heroes of the Storm. Mm. For my my own personal mm-hmm. battles and struggles with, with the two MOBAs. I don't enjoy playing Heroes of the Storm by myself. No, I will never play that game by myself ever. Right, but I, League of Legends I play by myself all the time. Um, I don't know when I should be doing what in Heroes of the Storm. Agreed. Yes, I, I, I need somebody telling me what to do, or at least giving vague ideas of a call. Yeah. Like, I have no clue. Because I can't figure out, there's always something to do on the map, but there's always this, oh, but you don't want to do it at that point kind of thing. Exactly. I have no idea. Like, oh, when should we go for this point? When should we go for the boss? When should we do this? I'm like, I... Which is very strange, like, compared to League, in which you kind of know, you have a good idea where you're supposed to go. Whereas in Heroes, they have clearly defined objectives with big pop-ups saying, do this now. But then, do I do this? And then, do I do... It's strange. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, so uh, that I that I don't, I, I still have not been able to grasp, and I think that's where um, there's a different level of play involved with Heroes mm-hmm. of the Storm versus League of Legends. Um, like they're both objective based. Um, like League of Legends has the jungle, Heroes of the Storm does not. Um, so it's very different in, in how you, you know, the objective, of course, is to destroy the other person's base, nexus, keep, whatever it is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's just such, such different in, in, the, in the technical way that you play and when you should push this lane versus not push this lane and when you should turn in on this map and when you should go... It's just like, oh my god, I have no idea what I should be doing when. No. So that's why I only play with, like, everyone that, yep. like, with our group of friends who can tell me where to go and where to be. Yep. And then and it's why I play supports because then... I always have to be following someone. <laughs> so I can always just be uh, sorry, I was just trying to keep him alive. Sorry. Yeah. I could have gone and cleared that wave, but it would have taken me like 30 more seconds. Like, not worth it. Yeah. But I have, I have, I have a lot of fun playing Heroes. Very um, fun. My other issue with Heroes of the Storm is that I, I don't have such a strong bond to the characters yeah, they haven't released that character that really hits with you immediately. Yeah. And which is strange because I like Blizzard games. I like mm-hmm. I mean I like StarCraft. I haven't played through um like all of StarCraft and I love Kerrigan the character. I love I love her story. I love like how she started and like what she's become. Like I love everything about the character Kerrigan, but I d- don't like playing her at all. Like, Can I say 
I, I think with some of those early heroes, there's a definite feeling of this this ca- playable character doesn't feel like it represents the character. And I think Kerrigan is 100% that. Yeah, like, I just, like, one of her ultimates is, like, an ultralisk that comes out. Like, why isn't that Zagara's ultimate? Yeah, it, it really feels like th- they were still learning how to do it. Diablo suffers from the same thing. Doesn't feel like the Lord of Terror. It feels like... Yeah. Or three. Kerrigan feels like melee assassin number two. Yeah, I don't, like, for these, okay, so when it comes, okay. So League of Legends has this, you know, completely made-up fantasy world of characters and these different factions that people belong to. and, and, And their backstories are completely irrelevant but for some reason i feel so much more attached to those characters and and for some of them i find them more interesting even though like i couldn't tell you what some of their backstories are Mm -hmm. no no fucking clue and then i have i have heroes of the storm where they have these great backstories and they have full flood fleshed out characters where you know what their story is. Like Arthas, uh, you know, I like, I like him as a character. Um, but like, I just, I don't know what it is. I just, I just don't like playing them in the game. No, I totally Like I want to like Arthas. I want to like Jaina. I fucking love Jaina, but okay. What I think they should have done with Jaina is they should have made her an arcane mage, not a frost mage. That's mm-hmm. just my opinion. Or they should have somehow incorporated more. Well, at I know least they, one. I, 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 I get it. Um, I get it. I think at least one arcane spell instead of having only frost. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why, why, why only frost, you know? Yeah. Because at least Kael'thas has some other stuff, like his gravity laps thing and like that fe- he's still a fire mage but at least he's got one thing going that makes him a little different but then yeah Jaina no I think you're right there like I just think that when I, I think something like mirror image or something yeah like when I think mage I do think more arcane mage than I do frost mage right um but of course, when I think PvP mage, I do think Frost mage, and I think maybe that's why they went with Frost. That might be it. Yeah, uh, that might be more why they went with. Frost and there, mage. and for all that, yeah, Jaina is definitely more than just a Frost mage. She is the th- closest thing to a Frost mage out of all the main characters. Because, like, if you go to like the next ring of mages, it's like Antonoditis, and he's. I would say, if anything, he's closer to Arcane, and then Medivh is. A little more arcane than anything, so. So maybe, yeah. so maybe I feel maybe that's where the wizard from Diablo yes, might fill is. that gap. There, that's a good point. Because the wizard coming, the wizard had the whole school of magic. Mm-hmm. So I think the wizard will probably fill because we have we kind of have the fire mage. Yep, we have the frost mage. We don't have the arcane type magic. So I think that's where the wizard will come in and yeah. fill that gap. Um, but yeah, I just uh, that was a gar I, I've grown a liking to, mm-hmm. um, even though I don't know anything about her. Maybe I think I like the characters more when I don't know more about them. Maybe <laughs> you know, maybe I just I just create my own story or liking or whatever. But like I think of like Zagara, um, don't know much about her. I know she's the the. The um, 
the character or the um, I don't know what they call them in in StarCraft, but that that the queen uh, type character was added in StarCraft Two, and I guess Zagara was one of the like main queen characters. Fine, I yeah, but I don't she know. Sort of looks after the swarm while Kerrigan goes and does her thing, or. Kerrigan decides she's having a bad day. <laughs> Kerrigan, Kerrigan she, she has a hair tonight. Kerrigan has a lot of bad days. Okay, yeah. so, so maybe that's what you like about Zagara. She's there to pick up your shit when somebody else can't do it. <laughs> but then there's like Lily. I like Lily. <laughs> Lily. But I'm like going on an adventure. But like she's just a hot mess. Like she is a fucking hot mess. She, is. she just tossing drinks at people, and when she's like, "Oh shit." I'm just going to get you all so wet. But like, what was her? What was her presence in in WoW? Like, I I, I can't. I vaguely she was remember Pandaria. her. She like, wasn't Pandaria. I remember that. But like, I think there was a comic that also was a big thing. I don't know. I don't like, know. Like her presence wasn't like a, a huge thing, was it? I don't think so. Maybe. Then again, I never played it, and you don't pay attention to the questing game, or at least not until uh, Warlords. So we're two unqualified people to talk about the game. Okay, fine. I won't talk about her. Fine. I won't talk about her. But But let's be honest. Whatever. She's a hot mess. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, Who else do I like? I like Zeratul, but I don't like playing him all the time. I don't like melee characters. No. I don't know what it is about like melee characters. Um, I just don't like playing them. I like playing a melee character if I have all the CC. Yes, because if, then you have a I'm way to get out. If I'm running out, my focus is to kill somebody. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna run away. <laughs> yeah. So I guess maybe. Uh, yeah, I I do have a hard time with uh, melee characters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm 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 waiting still for my warlock. It'll come sooner or later, hopefully. It has to, right? Like, it has to. Like, okay, Artanis is a new character being put in Legacy of the Void. No, uh, he's been around. Has he been around? Yeah. Since when? Since I've never like heard of this Star bitch. War, uh, Star Wars. Uh, Starcraft 1. Okay, well, I don't well, know then... if, he's, if he's made it into the games, but he's, men- he's, he's in the lore. Okay, well, clearly he's not that uh, popular because... I never heard about him, okay? And I follow the lore of StarCraft fairly well. I never heard of this bitch, okay? He's the leader of the Protoss. He's okay. like King Protoss. Never heard of him. Yeah. Friend of Phoenix. Sorry, I'm just looking at the wiki now. Uh, yeah, good enough. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, he even had a voice actor. He was in Brewdor. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, anyway. the point is, where? Wh- why isn't a warlock in the game yet? Okay, I don't know, girl. I don't know. And I, I do feel that they don't know what to do with the warlock if they were to put them in, because it would either have to be one of three things. It would have to be an affliction warlock, mm-hmm. which would mean dots, and is that really going to be effectful in that type of battle setting? It would have to either be a demonology warlock, which would basically be Misha 2.0. <laughs> or it would have to be a destruction warlock, which would be Kael'thas 2.0. Yeah, I think demonology is probably the one that they'll go for. And if I were to guess, it would probably be somewhere between Misha and Lost Vikings level of nonsense you got to pull off. 
So good luck. <laughs> Get ready for micro girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I see. I and affliction has a good chance as well. Yeah. For all its dots, like there are some characters that are dot based that are working right now. Like, uh, what's, what's the witch doctor Sylvanas. Well, witch doctor's not, he's not bursty. He's not dot based. Oh yeah. Well, but dot in a different way. Like his spiders true. for all that they are little NPCs running after. They're essentially a dot. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. Okay. So that could work. It could work. And then like, you've got something, build all your dots up and then some sort of explodey thingy that you can do to like unstable affliction or whatever it was called. Oh yeah. Oh. Yes, but that's only if it's dispelled, though, and nobody has dispel. I put it on your trait. Accidental dispel of your own spells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I put it on you, and I dispelled it off you, but then that means I would take damage. Oh, well. Then, uh, I don't know, fucking life tap. <laughs> that's what you do. See, I also think I also think the priest would be a very good character in I would love to see a priest, but we have that problem where like, there's no important priest. It would have to be Anduin, uh, Anduin, who has been made a priest uh, posthumously, as it were, and uh, the there's the bitch bishop who, you know, got wasted as a character in Cataclysm. Well, see, here's my thing. Yeah, the, the way I would want them to make the mage, I wouldn't see Anduin being good for that. Exactly, because you want to do you want it sort of like hell from Smite. Where they yes, I want you to be able to switch between heal and then switch to damage. That's where I think uh, Pope Benedictus or whatever the fuck his name is <laughs> from Stormwind that turned evil. He did go shadow. Yes, that. see wow. that would be. There some... we are, Lizard. Uh, I hope the check's in the mail. We just gave you the best idea ever because it has to. It has to make sense, right? Yeah. Anduin, Anduin, Anduin has never been you. known as a shadow mage. Yeah, priest. L- or shadow priest, sorry. Same thing. So we've never known Anduin to be a shadow priest. For, so for them to make uh, the character that we want as a priest mm-hmm. in the game, which I think would make the most sense. We don't want them to be just a healer. And I- we don't want them to be just <laughs> a shadow priest. I want more healers. <laughs> no, but I think honestly, I think that that it would be an effectful. No, definitely. If I were to pick between the two, that I think would be much more interesting to add to the game. I think a mix between a shadow and holy priest would be fantastic. Yeah, and and I think you it, you could basically build either how you wanted to, like kind of how you like when you play um... Taranda. Yes. Yeah. Like, she's hybrid. You can play her more heals if you want to. You can play her more um, damage if you want to. Yeah. Right? And it's just in, in how you pick your talents. Mm-hmm. They could eat very easily, because what it's like four talents per level. Yeah. Two talents could be heal. Two talents could be damage. Ta-da! I want my fucking residuals check, okay? Like... <laughs> Like here, it's in the mail, girl. Like here, we are sitting here and planning out all these fucking characters for Blizzard. Okay, I'm hoping that at BlizzCon they announce more because oh, I, they've gotta, especially since they've already said oh, the Overwatch beta is happening. Wait, when is BlizzCon? November. Oh, so that's why they announced Overwatch ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. 
oh god, I want an Overwatch character in it. I haven't even played Overwatch yet, and I want an Overwatch character in Heroes. That way, I can tangentially play the game. <laughs> this is how bad I want this game, Del. I think. I think. Okay, so okay, so for BlizzCon, here's what I predict will happen. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get announcements of um, Overwatch characters. Yeah. And immediately after the Overwatch characters, then they're going to talk about Heroes of the Storm characters. And yes, one of those people will be also in Heroes of the Storm. And probably literally the exact same character set, everything. Because, like... Tracer would be real fun. The little teleporty British girl who puts bombs on people and teleports away. Ugh. But, like, it, the way Overwatch is supposed to be played, is it a similar QWE f- format, or or is it just a first-person shooter? It's a first-person shooter, but it still has... You still have your abilities. They're, they're probably on 1, 2, 3, 4 kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I... I hmm. And, yeah, each character has pretty much that many abilities. But yeah. it's... But it's Sorry, not first-person. It's third-person shooter, right? No, it's a first-person shooter. Some elements are third-person. So, for example, if you play as Reinhardt, who has a big shield, whenever you go into shield mode, you go into third-person. Um, yeah, it, it switches between the two, but it's 90% first-person shooter. Oh. Well, all right, then. So <laughs> I have watched every piece of video that they have released for that game. <laughs> Multiple times by listening to different commentaries from different YouTube personalities. I have a life. So then how would they do then a a character that is in Overwatch in Heroes of the Storm? Okay, so if we just take Tracer, for example, it's pretty much like she's becoming the staple of Overwatch. And I think if anyone's going to get added first, it would be her. So her ability, so she can shoot with two guns. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's your auto attack. Um... I believe she should have an alternate fire, which I don't know. Most characters do, so that could probably be her one. Uh, one of her abilities is teleport forward. That's there another move. There you go, teleport forward. Her ultimate is she puts a sticky bomb down, and then that'll blow up, and it's a big explosion. One of her other abilities is she tele- she rewinds herself back in time by like six seconds. So she gets all her health, cooldown, and she moves back to wherever she was. Oh, that's like uh, Echo in League of Legends. Exactly. All right. Mm-hmm. And then there's other, like, if we take Symmetra, for example, she can put down turrets. She can put down a teleporter station. So there you go. Zagar. So she'd be a specialist. Oh, she would 100% be a specialist. She's got a shield that she can put on people. She's got normal guns, but that, that like, follow them kind of thing. Sort of like Tassadar's beam uh, alternate uh, thing. And then she's got another ability where she can, like, shoot at a big ball of light that, like, slowly travels forward but goes through walls. So, yeah. It's a first-person shooter, but it definitely has MOBA-esque elements in terms of the abilities, the number of abilities, and, like, they have an ultimate. So... I think it translates over very well. Well, I look forward to what they announce at BlizzCon, mm-hmm. um, which is next month. So I look forward to more stuff in World of Warcraft that I'm never going to bother with. <sighs> I finish the game so that we can play against Sardris and then move on with our lives. And like that was a good story. It took like 25 years, but I'm done. You know what, though? I They're never going to. Yeah, honestly, I don't feel like they're going to. Because at the end of the day, 
yes, people are, have moved on to free to play as a as an option mm-hmm. uh, as, as their method of play. Um, but there are other paid models out there, such as Final Fantasy and. Oh god, I need to cancel that subscription. Oh yeah, girl, I had to cancel that because it was what like fourteen ninety nine, and, and the conversion it's like eighteen dollars. Yeah, I was like, no, no, I am not playing this enough. I am not paying eighteen dollars a month for a MMO. I'm sorry, that is just way too much fucking money. I will say, for all that I complained about that game, though, I did end up liking it significantly more by the end. But I just there's too many games right now, and I know that there's a bunch more games coming that I want to play, so there's no chance I'll be able to play that much anymore. Yeah, that is that is another problem. We'll get into that in a moment, but uh, what was I talking about just before that? Uh, Heroes of Storm characters. Oh, wait, no. No. That we talked about World of Warcraft and how... Oh, yeah. And... Yeah, it's still... It's still the top in terms of paid subscriptions. Like, there's nothing ahead of it. True. So if there was something that was beating World of Warcraft, that's when I think they would stop. But there's there's nothing beating it, you know? Yes, everyone has shifted, but it's still number one. Like, nothing else has more of a subscriber base. Even yeah, the f- Even free-to-play. True. And I think once a free-to-play, though, gets ahead of it, um, that's when... Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, as soon as something is beating it, whether it be paid or free-to-play... That's when they'll be like, okay, maybe now we need to, like, stop. But the player base in terms of MMOs has just significantly dropped. Like, people are just not playing MMOs as much as they were, you know, five, eight years ago. Whatever reason that is, I don't know. Maybe everyone's just playing different MMOs all at different times. So, whereas before, when it was World of Warcraft, you know, that was, like, the pinnacle. So, everyone was playing that. But maybe now everyone's moved on to other things. But, yeah, WoW still has the largest subscriber base. It's dropped significantly, but it's still number one. Well, I'm looking at um, (laughs) a list of most uh, popular MMOs just based off registered users. And (laughs) it's just a bunch of Asian games that are ahead of it. Okay, well, those so, ones... Like, they're on another level. Though. They're on another they're, level. They're beyond our plane of existence. They are, they are at Nirvana, and we will, <laughs> never, we will never know what the fuck is the point in MapleStory. <laughs> I have known about MapleStory for about 18 years now. Never played it. I don't even... Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Rock Online's still around. Really? Apparently. Oh. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about what games we've been playing and are looking forward to be playing. Bye.
Hello, everybody. We're back. Ew, that got weird. Sorry. Um, okay. So, in terms of, like, games I've been playing, mm-hmm. um, I did stop playing Final Fantasy XIV yes. um, because it just didn't have... I don't want to say I didn't have the time. It just wasn't... It wasn't grabbing my interest enough. No. Um, so I and and the cost was another factor. That the cost is just absurd right it, now. Yeah. Us. So it was too much for me. I moved on from that. Um, as I mentioned before, Heroes of the Storm, uh, playing a lot with you guys. Um, also playing League of Legends. Uh-huh. Um, still because I have a problem and. <laughs> There isn't a 1-800 number for me to call, so uh, until they have a method of stopping that addiction, I'm just going to keep playing, because I'm not hurting anyone, right? Right? Yes. Right? Nobody look to Kyle right now. Support my decisions. (laughs) Yes. All good. (laughs) Happiness. Yay. Um... I have played uh, some more um, Mario Maker, and that oh, yeah. that game is just wonderful. And the amount of creativity um, and uh, design and levels, like <laughs> this, isn't even even really playing the game. But there's a lot of levels that people create where you don't have to move; it just like guides you through the the stage, and it's all through, like, moving blocks and things like that. And just seeing, like, the way that people have designed those levels mm-hmm. are, are so, so cool. Um, <laughs> the other ones that are really funny <laughs> are the levels where you have to play as Yoshi, <laughs> but you have to, like, kill Yoshi. I've seen those. In awful. order to, like, jump. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> And, like, you kill Yoshi, you get another one, and then you just... Yeah, there's just a never-ending string of Yoshi You're just deaths. dumping Yoshis like, oh, like nothing. Muffin. So that's really funny. Um, and then I also like you, you being able to... Which I haven't done yet, which I really need to do. Um, being able to use your amiibo um, and then use them. I don't understand why they only put them in the... Okay, well, I guess I kind of do understand why they only put them in the 8-bit Mario levels. Because mm. I guess it was just easier to create an 8-bit version of those, all the different Amiibos. Right. Versus making a 16-bit version and then making like a 3D world looking version and, and etc. Yeah, that's a lot. So, fine. Alright, I get it. But it would have been nice. <laughs> it would have. You know? Um, but there's lots of different uh, skins uh, for the 8-bit um question blocks that you can do and it, it goes beyond just uh the amiibos like there's lots of different characters and i haven't even begun to unlock all of those yet um but i love that there's a ton of replayability um because of all the different levels that people create it's just it's endless it just keeps going and and mm-hmm. i'm sure that the, the dlc will be a thing for this game and i would love if they made a super mario brothers 2 skin and then let you play as Peach or Toad or Luigi mm-hmm. and create those type of levels because that one's one of my, my favorite Mario's. I know most people don't like Mario Brothers 2, but I do. But um, that's mostly what I've been playing. What about you, Cameron? 
Uh, like you, Heroes of Storm is pretty much the main game these days. Uh, I did get back into Wildstar now that I've gotten free to play. And I still like the combat, the movement, the aesthetic, and like the sound design in that game. But like, they really shit the bed on this release. I know. There was a lot of problems. People couldn't connect. Um, whenever you'd get in an instance, there was a very good chance that you would disconnect like on loading screen and then just sit in a loop of not being able to get in and then getting booted and then getting deserter debuff. Yep. Which and is then, pretty much what happened to me. Yeah, and as somebody who hadn't played since a couple months after release, I came back in and so much had changed, but they didn't do really anything to like, hey, here's how you catch up. Instead, they take all of your gear that is no longer useful, delete it, give you tokens, and give them to you via mail. Without explanation of what the fuck this shit is. And I should point out, whenever I came in game, I had about 30 pieces of mail, each with about 15 items in it, with just like... Oh. I, I was just... I spent like the first four hours of the game literally just going through inventory. Yeah. And that was frustrating. Like I had to have another window open telling me what the hell this is. I still don't really know. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. So my experience coming Mm -hmm. back to Wildstar, um, having to, so I had an authenticator hooked up to my account. Yes, I had to get that disconnected because my phone changed. So, that, yeah, I had to get that disconnected, which means I had to send in a ticket, and then I had to wait for a response to get that. So then I had to wait for that. Then I had to update the game. Uh, then I finally tried to log in, and it took me about, I don't even know how many attempts to get into the game. So then I finally get into the game. I'm in the main city, and I, I'm bombarded with with mail and shit in my bags and, and ui oh my god and the, like, U- yeah. the default ui is too much like they te- like they default tell you what how many players are near you and what their name is and what their class is like i don't care yeah i'm in town i'm not gonna do anything with them yeah so too much there's like so much going on i'm like okay let me recall to my house yeah, at least at least move away from this. Because I'm, I, from what I recall, you had to go to your house to do like management of your inventory or whatever. So I was like, okay, let me recall to my house. Well, recalling to your house causes you to move servers, I guess, and it booted me off the server. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not in the mood for this. I nope. tried to log on at least a couple more times and was unsuccessful. So I was like, okay, girl, bye. And I have not logged back on since. Yeah. So I, I will give it a try again. Um, but uh, I'm glad to know that it still is enjoyable because I did enjoy playing Wildstar. It's a very fun system. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels so active. You're constantly moving and, like, paying attention to things and not just like hitting ticks on your priority list of your like cooldowns. Mm-hmm. Like you actually need to be focusing and interrupting and dodging and yeah. Um I'm gonna keep playing it. I haven't experienced so many connection issues. I definitely did have on the first day or two. But I don't think I'm gonna get too deep into it. I'm not gonna try the end game stuff. I might just keep it as a hey, I want to jump on, do some of the easier dungeons that are still still have a challenge to them Mm -hmm. and just play as a medic because the medic has been by far the most 
interesting healer I've ever played in the game. Well, yeah, shooting people in the face to heal them. Oh, it's so fun. Um, you know what? You know what uh, MMO we need to try mm-hmm. that I think you're going to love, Blade and Soul. Oh my God! You want to play that? <gasps> of course I, I do. No, I totally. Oh, okay. So my friend at work told me about this game and how it was going to be beta in October. Since like, I think January, February, he told me about this, and then he showed me this video of one of the characters doing the sassy slut walk, and I was like, I'm sold. God, the, I, the artwork in this is so offensive. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> I don't even want to know oh anything God. else about this game. I see this amazingly fierce-looking character. I'm done. I'm sold. Oh, my God. <laughs> but then yeah. I watched more videos, and then I watched, like, the, the combat and stuff, and I was like, oh, this game, it looks really interesting, and it's free to play. So I'm, there's also, like, you know, the subscription option where you get yeah. more stuff. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, right now, I believe it's in beta for those who um, sign up or pay for the whatever service that they have. Mm-hmm. Which I don't want to commit to yet. No, I'm not, I'm not paying money on this game. Yeah, I'm just... I, I don't want to encourage them. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to try it free first and see how I like it, and then I'll go from there. Because um, maybe I won't like it. But uh, I do like that I do have the option for, you know... To at least just try it and it be with it being free, so uh, yeah, let's let's play that when it comes out. Yeah. Speaking of coming out, what's coming out? Oh, stuff. Firstly, oh yeah, all, yeah, it's all stuff I want to play, but I'm not. Sh- I'm not like I'm excited about it, but I'm not like when I get excited about a game, as you've seen with Overwatch, I get overly excited. <laughs> But, like, okay, so let's see here. Guild Wars 2, Heart of Thorns, the expansion, comes out October 23rd, which is, like, next week. Literally next week as mm-hmm. of recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks so fun, and it looks great, but I'm just like, okay, i got to play that. But it's it doesn't feel... I'm not feeling like, oh, my God, I need to get on this shit. Mm-hmm. And then Star Whoa. Wars The Old Republic comes out the week after, and I know I'm going to play that, but I'm also – I'm not hyped, and I don't know why because I get hyped so easy. You know, I think a part of it too, at least for myself, there are a lot of things that I, I'm, I'm excited to play. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm, I want to play Halo 5 when it comes out. Yeah. Um, a, a large deterrent for me is money. I don't have the money to. <laughs> I don't have the money to play um, all the things that I want to play. Like now, I have to be selective. Like uh, games in Canada are like sixty nine ninety nine, maybe even higher for some for certain games. Yeah, definitely. It's like just, it's so. Like, I actually have, like, a couple years ago, I could just be like, I want this game. I'll pick it up. Now I actually have to stop and think, oh, this costs about 20% more than it did two years ago. Yeah, like, you can't. I actually need to put this into my budget. (laughs) And that makes me upset. It does. I shouldn't have to worry about this. (laughs) This is so true. (laughs) Like, before it was like, I want a game. I'm going to just walk into Best Buy or EB Games and buy it because... 
she wants a game, so she's going to have it. But mm. no, no, not anymore. No. I have to be selective about the games that I play. Um, and then everything comes out all bombarded at one time. So now I'm kind of like, you know, free-to-play options are, are yeah, looking a lot well, more lucrative. Um, I will say I'm very thankful that Battleborn, like the game that I'm currently the most excited for, isn't coming out till February. As much as I want to play it now, girl, I need some time. Yeah. I need some time, and we are going to play that. Have you watched any of the footage for that game? No. But oh, it, 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 my God. You were going to love some of those characters. So well, it was let's... announced at E3, right? I but... actually don't know when it was announced. I thought it was gigantic until I went in to actually play it at Fan Expo. I was like, this isn't gigantic. This is way better than gigantic. <laughs> this is everything I want in a game. It's a bit of first-person shooter. It's a bit of MOBA. It's a bit of Horde co-op. Oh, my Jesus. And I could play as a healing mushroom guy whose ultimate is I take off my mushroom head, put it on the ground, and everyone gets healed around my mushroom head. (laughs) I mean, what else? That sounds incredibly silly. Yeah. It's a very silly uh, art style and very silly uh, humor through the whole game. And that one's free to play? Uh, I actually don't know about that one. I feel uh, like most like a subscription or anything. I feel like most PC games nowadays are like some variation of free to play. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't think of the last. Oh yes, the last PC game we bought was Gauntlet. Mm, Gauntlet. We should finish that at some point. Yeah, I don't think we have. I don't think we have very much more to go. No, I think we're almost done. Yeah, let's do that this weekend. Yeah, I'm home on Sunday. Let's do that. But anyways. Okay. Um, yeah, so I just have to be more selective about the things that I decide I want to play. Um, you know, I just can't just be all willy nilly and just like buy whatever. Um, so like when I hear things like, you know, um, they had announced that Star Fox Zero was delayed. Um, are they going to put like, you know, four more pixels into those? Um, well, okay. This game, okay, from what it looked like at E3, it didn't look like uh, a like a what, we use it in didn't the fourth look like year. A last, it didn't look like a last gen game. Is all I'm saying. Well, no, it looks like a last gen game. No, it, it looked like an older than last gen game. Well, okay, Cornaria at least looked pretty butts. It didn't look that bad, but it didn't look like. It was a fourth-year Wii U game. And yes. yes, I know that the Wii U is not a power horse, but... And Nintendo knows how to make that work. Right. So it, needed, it looks like it needed more polish. You know, the, air, like the zones looked very barren. Like, mm-hmm. like, yes, I know we're in space, but, like, can we have some more, like random like planes flying by or something can it look <laughs> a little more action i mean when the backdrop of a super smash brothers uh stage looks more exciting than your whole game well yeah that was the thing like your priorities like smash brothers looks great like mm-hmm. it looks stellar mario kart looks stellar uh this oh, God, just... mario kart this mario kart i don't like the game but the art in it is fantastic and it all feels so together and it's a a, you know a constant 60 frames a second i don't know what was going on with star fox 
Mm-mm. And it, it did need that delay, in my opinion. So I'm yeah. fine with it because that means that, you know, I can re, you know, I'm not so jammed budget wise because I Definitely. want to play Halo. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to play um, Xeno Blade Chronicles when it comes out or, or whatever the hell it's called. Um, I want to play uh, Woolly World, but I, I think I might wait for Woolly World. Like, I, I want to buy the Amiibo. <laughs> I feel like I just want to be in the same room as Woolly World. I don't necessarily want to play it. I just want to experience its presence. Yeah. I feel its warmth and like, bump, bump. Yeah, I just want to, I, that one I'm going to wait to buy. Yeah. Like, bargain, <laughs> bargain bin realness. That, yeah. Because I feel like that, that game will, like, next year will be, like, super cheap. Or I'll just borrow it from, like, James or Michael if they buy it. Like, I don't yeah. feel I need to... To purchase that because like I just I'm I don't I'm not rich. <laughs> no, none of us are anymore. But thankfully, all of no, I'm not going to make a Canadian election joke. Nobody wants to hear it. No, moving on, moving on. Um, so yeah, also Mario Tennis Ultra Smash is coming out. I kind of want to buy it because I like Mario Tennis. I love Mario Tennis. Granted, I know I haven't played since '64, but that was that was the like, best my one. top three games that in, that, that is system. the best mario tennis like actually oh no the one on gamecube was pretty good too was it did you ever play the Game Boy version no where you make your own character and then you could import your made character into mario mario tennis 64 no oh my god you could do it it was so much fun it was it was like it was tennis on your game boy so it was a bit shit but it was sort of had rpg elements where you like level up your character and you could like level up their speed or their power and then you could bring them into the game and it would look like your character it's pretty cool pretty cool didn't know that Mm -hmm. did not know that existed but I am looking forward to that Um, so a couple of other things I wanted to touch on Mm -hmm. uh, before we wrap it up Um, so it looks like there's some rumors milling about oh of Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD. I saw that. Um, so I guess someone did some digging on the back end of the Wii U eShop. And oh, saw I, ass- I assumed it was like Brazil who released it by accident. Or, again. yeah. EB Games Brazil. Um, but no, this was someone, this was on the Wii U eShop. Uh, oh. that, that said there was evidence of a HD re-release possibility of Twilight Princess. And... You know, I feel that. Okay, so I voiced my opinions in terms of Zelda remakes, mm-hmm. and I feel that there are too many being made. It's becoming too, sort of expected. Yeah, it's it's too many in a short span of time, mm-hmm. and I don't want a Twilight Princess remake when, especially the new Zelda is coming out so yeah. soon. Um, like. Okay, if they were giving us Twilight Princess HD this holiday as like the as the Zelda holdover, maybe. Maybe. But as far as the Zelda remakes go, I think they kind of went about it in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I feel that uh, Wind Waker should have been remade into a 3DS game. I think that Ocarina of Time should have been completely rehauled and redone, and that should have been a 
Wii U launch title. Mm-hmm. And Twilight Princess, they should save. Save for the next uh, so, system? Yeah, like, it doesn't... Like, I get that, yeah. The, and Majora's Mask, they didn't need to do. Yet. I, I appreciated that they did it, because... Granted, I still haven't finished it, but I never finished it as a kid because we never owned it. We only rented it. (laughs) And every time. (laughs) Some bitch erased your safe. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I, am. Okay. Majora's Mask, I get why they did it because, I mean, it's the same engine that was. It's a lot. It was a lot in a short stuff. Yeah. I just felt like it wasn't necessary to do so much in in a small span of time. So. But I I do think that the um, Wind Waker would have made a good 3DS game, um, and Ocarina of Time I think deserves a complete overhaul. Not just a three like a 3D and sharpen up the images and whatever. It deserves like a complete overhaul. Like make the game even bigger than what it already is. Yeah, to keep the base story and... Keep the base story, but I want them to flesh that game out even more. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody wants to know what the fuck was Zelda doing for seven goddamn years. Fucking hell, give us a a game of Zelda. Or, like, just anything. Just let me play a Zelda. But yeah. Or whatever. Just let me do it. Okay. Okay, you you don't want to make the game where we play a Zelda. Fine. Redo Ocarina of Time, but... uh, a, a portion of that game is you playing a Zelda. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yep. That's the perfect game to do it. I mean, they should re- redo it, you know, make the dungeons bigger, make them more epic, um, make it... Uh, I would. What I would like to see them do, if they were going to redo Ocarina of Time, I wanted to, them to make it more open. Not just like, okay, you got to go do the water temple now. Now you got to go do the fire temple. Like, make it more open. Make it more kind of like what they did with um, the Zelda for 3DS. Uh, Two Worlds. I can't remember what the hell it was called. Where uh, you, yeah, I know the one. Where you could go and do any dungeon in any order. But I kind of want them to... I Like, I want them to do something like that. But require more exploration, like make kind of make you need to go through dungeons, like flip through them, but not too much, like not make you have to go all the way through one dungeon and come to another dungeon, but make you have to explore a bit more, I feel. Hmm. So I just want them to make that game a lot bigger. I, I, and I, it's doable. Because I, I, like Ocarina of Time, I mean, if they just redid it, as it is, everybody's played it. Everybody yeah. knows it. Everybody knows the puzzles. Like, don't. So we don't just want to play it as is again, right? You got to give us something different. So let us play a Zelda. Let's find out what happened for seven years. Give us more backstory on fucking Ganondorf. Why is like why was he raised by you know this village where there was no men and like give us. I, I would really yeah. I think just even beyond. Ocarina of Time, I want a story in which we actually have a reason for caring why Ganondorf does what he does. Mm-hmm. He's just evil for the sake of evil. I don't know. Maybe in some of the games I haven't played, he, there's more to his character. No. But I've played, he's always no. just been, I'm a dick. Deal. No, there's, there's no... No. Because 
that there's room, at least in Ocarina of Time, for that's a yeah, a weird ass upgrade. Mm-hmm. He's like so much is expected of him if he is the only male that's like like there there's there's stuff there. Yeah. And it is there's stuff with both, both Zelda and both Ganondorf. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fine. We know Why is Zelda the only one who realizes that the guy who's sitting there grinning evilly in the castle is evil? Oh, maybe she's a little smarter than that. And we just we get a little bit more into her. But like let's get yeah, like okay, she is Triforce of Wisdom. Let's let's explore why that more. She, like why does she deserve the wisdom? Yes. You know, there's just so much that can be done there and that I feel no Zelda game has really touched upon. Like we know so much about Link. We know so much about the hero of time and and how he's different in every game. Like I okay, we get it. We get we understand Link. Let's yeah, feel, explore the other characters in the game. I feel like the only character, again, in the games that I've played that really had real character growth was Midna. <laughs> really. <laughs> Nobody else actually had character growth. Everyone's pretty static. Yeah. But the, but that's the thing, though. The, the, these characters have been in all through time and, and blah, blah, mm. blah. Like, they could explore more. Maybe. I mean, maybe they will in the next Zelda. Who knows? Maybe. Uh question mm-hmm. if they did redo it thoughts on adding voice acting yay or nay i do think it's time to add in voice acting it, it well, can be done i i i know there are going to be a lot of people who would be furious at it i think it's time as well it's time like i i, I don't have time to read i i at this point I, well, i've realized how good voice actors can be and exactly how well they can pull a plot it, reading and reading in my own voice in my head, like everyone just sounds like me in my head. I can't yeah. do this in my head. <laughs> but no, it's not even just that. It's just that we have come to a point in video games where having that voice actor and having that voice acting in the game is now an extra added element of immersing you into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we didn't have these options before to have that much voice dialogue so yes that's why we had to read all the dialogue in in your rpgs and in zelda um but this is a game that where i feel there's more there's more story to be told and we need we need we need it to be voice active there we go so there you go there is our bi-monthly talk about how we want more out of zelda yeah I swear to God, we do this all the time. It's no, good because we talk about something different each time, but it's because we love the games. They're so good. No, of course, They're absolutely. Yeah, by no means am I saying like – Of course not. I I mean I think Zelda is one of the greatest game franchises of all time, but I just feel like they're not – they're kind of – I feel Nintendo's scared to let it grow. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're kind of just keeping it in this in this small – bottle it's like oh you say that but they are taking big risks with uh fashion police or whatever the fuck okay like (laughs) you see that's that's the kind of shit that pisses me off you know it's like (laughs) careful twitter is gonna get mad at you no i'm sorry i don't give a (laughs) shit okay because this is a zelda is a franchise that can do so much more and then they do shit like like fashion force like come on 
them. That Come was a on. game that somebody developed without Zelda, and then they slapped the license on it because that'll sell. That's bullshit. I'm I, sorry. I, I dare anyone to say otherwise. I don't care how good the game is. I, I not create that game from scratch. Is it? Let's do a Zelda game. Look, that's uh, the thing. Do too. it in drag. <laughs> this is the thing too that other that pisses me off. Okay, the game may actually be an actually good game. Hmm. But why couldn't they just create a new character set and create a new franchise? They did it with Splatoon, and look how fucking great Splatoon is doing. Mm-hmm. Okay? They could like, have just made Splatoon a Samus clone. Oh, wait, they've done that for other games. But, like, they, they but don't... But they actually took the risk. All I'm saying is Nintendo needs to not constantly slap a franchise on something. You can create new characters, and people will still play it because it's Nintendo, okay? Stop sticking Kirby in every fucking thing that you don't know what to do uh, or, or being your tester. Rad. But it's true. Like, oh, it's so true. We want to create this new game. Uh, we don't know which one to uh, slap Kirby on it. Like, you know, like... If you're going to create a char- a new game for these characters, make it something that is relevant and useful. Um, Fashion Force, Federation Force, uh, for that's coming out for 3DS. Um, offensive. Like all of this is bullshit. Okay, Metroid is a is another game series that uh, you know Retro Studios has made into. An amazing game that unfortunately nobody fucking played. Yeah, that was unfortunate. But you know what? I don't give a shit that nobody played it. It was <laughs> fucking good. And when you do shit like make it into Federation Force, it pisses me off. Okay, yeah. and I, I just want to see them do more. That not be scared and to take risks. That's all I'm saying. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> the last thing that I'm going to talk about yeah. that as that I'm a bit annoyed about <laughs> because... No, that's what we're naming this episode. <laughs> we're a bit annoyed about these things. <laughs> okay, I'm a bit annoyed with Mighty Number no. 9. Oh no, is that still not out? It has been delayed again. Oh. It now has an quote-unquote official mm, release date of February 9th. In North America. Okay. Um, This game was supposed to come out April 2015. Okay, I understand game delays happen. But from what I'm hearing from everyone that's playing the game, because the demo's out, and I haven't even had the the care to even go and play the demo, because I have access to it, because I did back the game... Mm -hmm. um, from what everyone's been saying, it's totally not the game that they've uh, been expecting. Um, and they're just kind of like, why is it taking so long to make this game? It doesn't, it's not like the fucking bee's knees of like no. game. Like, it's not that great of a game. That's sad. Now, maybe once we play the full thing, it will be more. But yeah. what we're seeing now is kind of like, well, girl, Ooh. why is it taking so long? Like, <laughs> oh no, that's too bad. You know, so it's it's uh, I I worry about it because of how this may affect future Kickstarters because this one was the one that really got 
a lot of attention. It got a lot of money. It got people who never even did Kickstarter, me, to actually put and uh, money towards a game uh, because they were excited for what the potential could be. And now when that potential is not delivered, it kind of makes other people and myself be like, well, maybe I'll just wait till the game comes out before I fully commit to it. Yeah, it seems to be happening more and more often. So I'm hoping that, you know, the Castlevania bloodstained, whatever, uh, can prove to be better. Um, because that was another one where it was like, I don't know what, like 4 million, 3 million that was, that was backed for that game. And then I hope ukulele can deliver as well with people's expectations, because I know that those fans are thirsty. (laughs) They are fucking thirsty for something in the light of Mm Banjo-Kazooie. So if, if it does not deliver, they are going to be pissed yeah so that's all i'm annoyed about and i'm (laughs) done what about you (laughs) well i was just gonna say when did you say that um mighty number nine's coming out or is reportedly going to come out february 9th 2016 sorry you're not allowed to play battleborn's coming out that day we have a date oh is it really the same day (laughs) yeah literally the same day so (laughs) you better take the day off and play that in the morning because i'm getting you phil james my brother we're all gonna fucking play the shit out of that game all right let me look at this calendar february 9th oh that's a tuesday (laughs) okay take the day off (laughs) i'm so excited for this game it's everything i wanted i think this is part of why i'm not excited about any mmos right now. because you're excited for overwatch and battleborn yeah i've moved on from mmos i've moved on to team-based first-person shooters with wacky characters that that's that's my thing that's my brand it's my aesthetic (laughs) because the kids on the social media she's rebranded herself now you've you've evolved to something new yeah Well, anyway, I said that this was not going to be a long episode, and I meant it. So we are done because, girl, I'm hungry. Yeah. So I'm going to go get something to eat. Y'all, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Mm. Uh, We will do another one. uh, uh, There won't be a long gap. It's just timing and and life and busyness. Um, But, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll be back again soon. Goodbye, everybody.